Hale Varsity Radio every weekday afternoon from 4 to 6 p.m. On Thursday, show from counterread.com, Brandon Vogel, former Colorado football head coach Gary Barnett, and staff writer for The Athletic, Mitch Sherman, that and more. Hale Varsity Radio is the best sports talk radio show around. Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbal have you covered every weekday, 4 to 6 p.m. with Hale Varsity Radio. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. Lawrence around the screen. Drives in, cutting it in the foul. Up the floor to Lawrence. Left alone for three. Rolls it home. And for just the seventh time in school history, Nebraska has 20 wins in the regular season. Really proud of the guys. You need to keep that defensive edge. I like how we're playing right now. Got to continue to go out there. And uh, next one, focus on a really good Ohio State team that's had a couple of the best wins in the conference. Welcome back to Red Hat Sports Radio here on AM 590 ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri-Cities. That's DB. I'm Ravi Lula. We're live on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube as well. Want to let you know what's coming up on the show today at 8. We will talk to Mike DeCourcy. He is from the Sporting News. He also does Big Ten Network studio work. And, uh, you know, he does a little bit of a little bit of everything for Fox. But uh, Everything? A little bit of everything. Everything. But we're going to talk about uh, college hoops. We're going to talk about college hoops. Hi, Trev. With Mike DeCourcy at 8. We're going to talk with Sam McEwen from the Omaha World Herald at 9. The rest of the time, it is you, me, and Dupree. Hi, Shano. And Shane's here, too. Totally on me. You can give us a call at 888-638-4876 or... Uh, you know, you can hit us up on Twitter. Those YouTube comments often pop in, as always. I wanted to get back into the roles we were talking about. Why, Ravi? Because I don't know that you understood what I was talking uh, about. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? No. No. Um, well, if you weren't so deliberate, maybe I could listen better. Listen, I'm, you know, sometimes I try and keep it at a pace you're comfortable with. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you see He's here, this guy. What? We were talking. We. <laughs> All right. I was giddy tra- up. I was trying to make the argument that if you have a team whose roles fit together better, it's uh. easier to like one another. Mm-hmm. And you made the argument that these guys don't always necessarily know what their role's going to be on a night-to-night basis. Mm-hmm. Is that fair? 100% correct. I would argue that's not the case, even though it looks different. Oh. C.J. Wilcher knows what his role is every night. Yeah, go get buckets off the bench. Yes. I know. Spark plug off the bench. Okay. Right? So yep. he knows that's his role every day. Sometimes okay. it looks for 18. Sometimes it's three. Cool. Right? But he, him knowing that uh-huh. and knowing that is his exact role makes his life easier. It why, also makes everybody else's life why, easier. Why did you pick the most one-dimensional guy at the bunch? Because that's the guy you brought up. You go, I don't know if C.J. Wilcher. Who would I say first? I don't know. I heard C.J. Wilcher first. Yeah, because listening and hearing. Jamarcus Lawrence. You think, you think Jamarcus Lawrence knows whether they need three threes or two threes or one three or to initiate the offense? 
Jamarcus Lawrence is a tough one. Okay, it what really about, is. Well, let's give you another one since we're on this. Let's give. Let's go, Juwan Gary. Do you think that they know that Juwan Gary is going to have to pump it in from behind the arc? No, but he. Do you think that they think, hey, Juwan, we need your offense tonight. You got to go double digits. I think that most nights they need him to go double digits. So it wasn't just a month ago that we were talking about when he was hurt, how they missed his defensive prowess. We didn't say he can't, he can't play both sides of the ball. No, you don't get to go back and get it though. We didn't at any point when Jawan Gary was hurt say we miss his offense. They missed his defense more. Oh. What? What? Because revisionist history affords you the luxury of being able to say that. It certainly does. But in the moment, because we're adults and we can remember things, that's not what was being said. So his offensive evolution, which I believe his coach talked about, mm -hmm. his ability to stay in the gym and work on his shot and dial from distance, they didn't know that that was coming. They didn't know that that was coming, Robbie. That's so, fair. So even we couldn't have known that it was coming for us to be able to talk about it. But what I'm talking about for what they are doing with their particular roles, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. On offense, it is more fluid because they have more options. You have a lot, yes. Right? You have Tominaga can go off one night. You've got Rink Mass has had big games offensively. C.J. Wilters had big games offensively, right? You have a lot of different dudes that have had big games offensively. That's why we focus on his defense because there's fewer options to take up that slack for him. Okay. Does that make sense? Sure. Like, if there is a – Well, I'm not going to be like, oh, okay, because, I mean, the, I mean, the, the goalposts were slid a little. But that's okay. Like, real time, I'm not going right. to – I don't need my pound of flesh. We're, we're processing we're, this yeah, in real fluid. time, yeah. right? Okay. Okay. The defensive side of the ball has fewer options to replace what Juwan Gary brought to the table. Although they are the best defensive field goal percentage team in the conference, which means that that has been a constant regardless of who's playing. That's true. Jerome Gary also didn't miss that many games, right? I mean, he missed, what, three, four games? Yeah. So his that's a small enough sample size that probably doesn't skew large enough to take them out of what they've done all season. Oh. Right? Because sample size matters. We learned that last week. <laughs> so is it, his, is it because of their defensive versatility? Are we downplaying Gary? Are we saying? No, I'm just saying. Because there are guys that you can take out of, defen- of, of lineups that will ruin a team defensively, even if it's only for one game. That's fair. I mean, is just, that is that true? I don't think that's true of Gary. I think Gary's important to what they do. But but are there people like that? Yeah, Ryan Kalkbrenner. He exists at, just up the okay. street. Okay, so I, I'm just I don't I'm think not Gary, refuting the sample size. I'm telling you that sometimes it yeah, doesn't matter. Yes, but for the season long stats, even if you ruin them for the one game, that's not going to skew the stats that much. Correct for the whole season. Correct. Uh, my my point with Gary is he is a very good defender. They need him more defensively because they have fewer guys to replace him. I don't think he's a Ryan Kalkbrenner cog of the defense type of player. Okay. Right? So it's a little bit different. I will say their ability to turn a bunch of guys who maybe we didn't know had these types of offensive games into a Juwan Gary that hits, what, four or five threes yesterday that I – and some of them not easy shots, right? There was a couple of those, especially the last couple. The one where he kind of slid into the corner and, and knocked that down. That was like – that was a confidence I could That one, shot. and then the one where he is getting closed out on hard on the wing. Oh, yeah. And that was I, an eye, eye, eye socket. Yeah, that was, that was in that dude's put, eyeball. Yeah, he had to pull a twine out. Not 100% sure how that got over the guy's hand. Mm-hmm. That was, he had a couple really challenging shots. 
Jamarcus Lawrence being versatile in terms of what he was being asked to do. Rink Mass kind of – I think Rink Mass' role has not changed that much. Sometimes they ask him to score a little bit more than they do, but he's always sort of that – I think uh, on the broadcast yesterday they said that uh, Hoiberg saw him as sort of a George Niang type guy where he could sort of be the focal point of the offense but doesn't always necessarily have to score. I think there's their ability to adapt to their roles offensively has been a huge part of why. Because, this, listen, this is a team that could not always score very well, right? Like there were times yeah. this year where it was a struggle bus to score the basketball. That, to me, is the most impressive in-season thing they've done. Yeah, but you know what? It's kind of bugging me about the, the analogy, though. What's that? With Gary. Because I still think we're underselling. Because while Gary wasn't playing, mm-hmm. Alec did. Yeah. And we figured out that Alec's pretty good. Like, we, they need – no, you don't roll your eyes now. I was, I was trying to think. I wasn't trying to roll my eyes. So – and it's okay if you did. I'm not offended. I just said – No, I kind of – sometimes I, when I think, I look up. So uh, – but Nebraska didn't get away from playing Alec, right? They found a way to play both he and Gary and still continue to get better yeah, as a team. Yeah, because they found something they liked. So, but so those kinds of – see, th- what I'm saying is, is those kinds of things matter, and those roles aren't defined. They evolved on the sure. fly, and they learned to embrace them. I, I understand that not everybody's role was defined coming into the season, right? So what were – so I, 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 I'm trying to get in between the goalposts. So all I'm saying is I – and listen, I might have it wrong with this particular team. I think – can we just agree that we're underselling – the the level of understanding to get in where I fit in because that's what the guys fair. have really done. Totally hey, fair. Hey, we're going to get in where we fit in because it's changed. But my point with the get in where you fit in, it start it helps a ton to have a starting idea of where you might fit in. Okay, that's what I mean by role. Water is water's pretty wet. Look, allegedly, <laughs> you know what I mean, like. Because there's a difference between, hey, get in where you fit in and then not having any idea what that means. Right? I've worked in places where I didn't know what that meant. Right? Oh, hey, yeah. get in where you fit in. So I, I guess at the end of the day I'm saying I, th- I think um, the culture has to be such a – the culture has to sit in such a way mm-hmm. where people are willing and can do it on the floor, whatever you need. Fair. And, and there's some beauty in that. There is, for sure. Right, like for sure. Sometimes CJ does. Sometimes Christian doesn't know if he's going to catch six passes. He may not get one. That's, but the culture is on any given night. That's totally fair. Like there's something to be said for that. I also think there's something to be said for giving guys an idea of, hey, this is where you might fit in, and that might change. But giving guys a starting place helps a lot, right. and not everybody does that. Yeah. Coming up next, we'll wrap up hour number one. Already. Uh, Apparently. We set the lineup, though, so we're good. We've got more Hurt at Sports Radio coming up next. Hail Varsity Radio, every weekday afternoon from 4 to 6 p.m. On Thursday, show from counterread.com, Brandon Vogel, former Colorado football head coach Gary Barnett, and staff writer for The Athletic, Mitch Sherman, that and more. Hail Varsity Radio is the best sports talk radio show around. Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbal have you covered every weekday, 4 to 6 p.m. with Hail Varsity Radio.